It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. I dug up an old article. I didn't dig it up. It kind of fell in my lap. Uh, from Mike Cohn, and it was talking about being a great product owner, and it's the six things teams and scrum masters need from their product owner. Now, this article was published over three years ago, but I thought it was pretty incredible, so I thought I would bring it up again. Uh, Mike starts out with, you know, um, he's worked with countless scrum masters and teams over the years, obviously. Uh, they've all talked about what good product owners and bad product owners are. Uh, they know the good, they know the difference between these, and they know what can turn a good product owner to a great product owner. So he gives you this list of the top six things. Now I'm going to go through each one and just kind of give you my feedback on the top six. So here we go. Number one, good product owners are available. Oh my goodness, I love this one. This is a big problem in many organizations that product owners are working on so many products or projects. They've got so many things in motion, so many things in flight that they can't keep up with the team working on the things and they're They're so busy that they're not available to the team for simple things. So scrum teams are often under tremendous pressure to deliver more and deliver faster, but that's impossible without time and support from their product owner to answer questions, clarify expectations and get things right. Start with the mindset that as much as any developer, you're part of the team. Sit with the team if you're a product owner, uh, if you're in an office, if you're remote, participate in their Slack or Discord channels. Talk to them if you can. Attend daily scrums. Uh, make sure you're at sprint planning and reviews and retrospectives. Presence is something that's so important, and I think it's so simple, but it's one of those gifts that's often overlooked. All right, number two. Effective product owners paint a clear vision. Now, this is interesting because I'm going to add something to this one. I'm going to say effective product owners paint a clear vision and help align a strategy to achieve the vision. So the best product owners have a compelling vision for their product. Um, it doesn't necessarily need to be a Steve Jobs-style vision of an entirely new industry, but teams do need to know why a product is being created. They need to know the who, what, where, when, why, and how. They should have that elevator pitch down for our target customer who's struggling with this problem. Our product or service is this type of product or service that provides this key benefit or compelling reason to buy it. Unlike our competitor's product or service, our product or service does this different or better. The product goal should be crystal clear. You want to make sure that the team understands what a clear product goal looks like and how it aligns with the North North Star of the organization. All right, how about number three? Successful product owners collaborate with all stakeholders. This is also true. Product owners are really good at understanding users and customers and understanding that they're stakeholders, but sometimes they overlook other stakeholders. Um, so let me give you an example. What, what do you do if I tell you the team could be a stakeholder in a sense that the product owner should be asking, what would happen if we don't ever get that code cleaned up? Or what would happen if we put off this new feature deliverable for two full sprints? And I think that if you start thinking about all the stakeholders involved and you start thinking about the best ways to collaborate, it's going to help you get things done faster and in a more meaningful way. All right. Coming at number four. The best product owner said high hopes, high expectations. I love this one. You know, I always say you should have high expectations of the team. You should have high expectations of the organization, and you should have high expectations of the stakeholders. There's going to be time when products ship with known imperfections, and you have to deal with that, right? But it's also not good to just let things slide and say, eh, you know, we knew that was going to happen. 
you need to make sure that you're at least on it enough that the team feels confident in the product or service that they're building. Keeping in mind that you want to deliver as quickly as possible, but that doesn't mean quickly as possible haphazardly. That means quickly as possible with high quality. So the best product owners set high standards and expectations for their team. All right, coming in at number five, um, priorities and flexibility. So these are the keys to being a good product owner in an agile cycle. If you are good at saying, hey, I have all these things to do, but the truth is they're all important, but they're not all equally important, right? If you have a good way to measure, to scope out, to gather information so that you can uh, make sure that you understand the impact of what you're building and you can understand that we're focused on an outcome and you can help with the priority of the backlog, then it's going to be easy for you to help protect people if anything happens and people change their minds. It's going to be easier for you to organize things, easier for you to get things aligned in objective stack rank order, and it's going to help you in many ways as long as you're you're digging in and aligning your priorities as such, but also that you're flexible in a sense that if, if somebody sees something and then a new idea arises, that you're not shutting down new ideas. You're saying, you know what? Innovation is certainly welcome here as long as you understand that it could potentially put some other things at risk. And I think that that's the key. You need to have that balance in order for people to understand. And I think a lot of product owners look past that. All right. Finally, number six, product owners are good storytellers. Oh, my goodness. I was just having this conversation with someone. Teams need to hear about features and chunks that are big enough to understand, but small enough to estimate. User stories are a perfect fit to meet this need. 100% agree. Stories cannot stand alone. Every story is a placeholder for a future conversation. I love when Mike made that quote. A reminder for the product owner and the developers that they need to talk about things in the future. The story may not be the most, uh, the user story may be the most visible part of a story, but the most important part is the conversation that takes place to refine a story and make it communicate what it actually does. So that way we can align our goals and everything around that story. There's just so much good stuff. There's so many amazing things that we can do. So I think if we're trying to focus on being successful as a product owner, we need to first come to the realization that great product ownership is not easy. It's hard. You have to spend a lot of time looking outward towards your customers, your users, your competitors, your trends in the industry, whatever's happening around you. You need to understand all the business acumen, the strategic readiness. You need to understand all consumers, wants, needs, whims, and desires. You have to understand technological feasibility. Nobody ever said being a good product owner is easy, but I will go on record and say being a good product owner is worth it. So thanks, Mike, for another thoughtful post. Even though it's a couple of years old, I still enjoyed reading through it. If you have a topic you want us to cover, feel free to reach out to us at learnmoreatagiledad.com. We would love to hear from you. And as always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care.